after the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here, but they're waiting for your calls. What did you make of today's football? It's pretty simple. On a Saturday afternoon, you're either delighted with your team's performance, furious with your team's performance, or sometimes somewhere in the middle. You might want to look ahead to tomorrow as well, Dundee against Rangers. But whatever it is that's on your mind, the number you need right now to have your say is 0141-951-1025. Quite the day. In the Premiership, Celtic beating Ross County by four goals to nil. A Jackamacus hat-trick in their hearts two. Livy nil, St Mirren one, Dundee United two late on. Aberdeen three, Hibs one. Ryan Porteous sent off. And St Johnson scoring at the death to beat Motherwell 2-1. It has been all action, Hugh Keevans. Yeah, the only negative for Celtic was Tom Rogic having to go off at the red card incident. Uh, but other than that They had one of their Best performances Of the season Scored four Could have scored ten And that's not An exaggeration uh, So Ange Postacoglu Must be very pleased um, Elsewhere Tam Courts Goes up to fourth With Dundee United But that is not Really saying All that much Because seven teams From fourth Downwards Are separated By four points So It's a bizarre league But at least after the defeat from Celtic in the Cup on Monday night In which Dundee United looked very poor They've come back today and they've snatched victory At the end of the game against St Mirren The other talking point of the day Motherwell lose to St Johnston St Johnston go four points clear of Dundee Ahead of their match with Rangers tomorrow It's looking more and more like Dundee go down automatically St Johnston go into the playoff But what of Motherwell? Five points out of a possible 33 Simply not good enough I thought it was one of the most enjoyable afternoons we've had this season You know, something going on in every game The game we were tuned into most The Celtic game was was pleasing on the eye Good to watch Plenty of uh, good goals in that one And then when you go down and you, you see the Motherwell game And some of the goals in that game were absolutely <clears throat> terrific Up at Aberdeen Jim Goodwin badly needed a result Action packed again and the hearts just rolling nicely into that third position and going to secure that pretty soon. So loads of talking points this afternoon. Yeah, I said we were in for a good afternoon of football when you look at the card, Gordon. And on top of that, we get goals as well. Um, so obviously you're out at the games, but there's some disappointed fans out there. No, no more than Motherwell, as, as you rightly said. They're five points out of 33 Disaster of a run for Graham Alexander uh, Aberdeen delighted today Celtic cruised to another three points um, And obviously Dundee United Under Tam Courts Getting that late winner in Paisley So they'll be over the moon Moving them into fourth place But still a lot of football to be played Before the end of the season Yes, lots of twists and turns to come Perhaps um, even in the championships And big results are both winning um, Kilmarnock leaving it late to win as well So leaving things as you are as you were Sorry at the top Partick Thistle losing 4-0 at home To Hamilton Ackies Well done the Ackies But often it's the the losing team That, that shouts the loudest on those occasions uh, I'm expecting some disappointed Angry, frustrated Partick Thistle fans As well So whichever team you support Pick up the phone please 0141 951 1025 or you can tweet us at Clyde SSB If rugby is your thing Scotland are trailing Ireland by 7 to nil After 21 minutes in Dublin Let's bring in John Who's a Celtic fan from Blantyre What did you make of the game today John? 
Very impressive today. Uh, the team played very well. I think um, from the last couple of weeks, um, having no midweek games, I think it's benefited the team um, to and get a bit of training, letting all the guys do what they need to do. And it was good to see some, some guys coming back as well. Yeah, what did you make of the performance, Mark? Yeah, very pleasing on the eye. Uh, I don't think there was any failures. Um, it was very impressive, like John said. You know, Jota. You look at that that front three: Jota, Jakimakis, and Maeda. Um, all very impressive the way they played. Loads of energy. I think John's right. You know, just having that wee break, I think, helps Celtic. You know, because you you think of the pressure that builds and the the exertion that goes into ninety minutes of football is huge, especially the way the manager wants them to play. So when you can just have a wee bit of downtime. Uh, and then take things on a training pitch It certainly should help Doesn't always help But this afternoon it looked like there was a freshness About Celtic and then when they get Players like Turnbull coming back for injury That just adds to the, the squad being Even fresher going into this Mostly important time of the season You said as the game was progressing you extremely comfortable Yeah, uh, I mean I really do believe It was the most one-sided Premiership match of the season I really do believe that on another day It could have been 10-0 uh, the, the domination was embarrassing From Malky Mackay's point of view um, And now comes the ultimate test Of what John is getting at here That is that uh, Rangers continue to progress in Europe And have to juggle that With league matches Two against Celtic And a Scottish Cup semi-final Also against Celtic so the theory is that Rangers being in Europe will damage them domestically. Practicalities will tell us whether that's true or not. John, what about Georgius Giacomakis? What did you make of him today? And, and what have you made of him overall? At the start, um, he was a bit unlucky, picked up an injury. Maybe he wasn't quite match fit. I believe the... The manager says that um, he hadn't really had much of a chance to do any pre-season or um, he came in. What's been said was that he had an illness, re-injury. Obviously, he missed the, the, the penalty at Celtic Park, which kind of a, maybe put a few fans on his back. But I think he's shown his worth now um, and he's putting in a good work rate. Gordon, I know you're a big fan. You were before. Yeah. The game, well, that that can only have been enhanced because he's got a hat trick today. They're not easy yeah. to come by. I, I, right from the beginning, Gordon, I, I know he got off to a difficult start, but I've seen something in the lad. Um, I think there's more to come. I've got to say, I think he's got a lot in his uh, locker. Scoring a hat trick, he got a couple of goals last game as well. Uh, it's just confidence, and he'll be desperate for the next game to come along. He'll be showing that he wants to score more goals. You've seen him at the end there with the match ball. Nothing better for a striker than walking off a pitch with a match ball. Uh, I think he's um, got so much to his game. I think he does a terrific job, works very hard for the team as well, very unselfish, but. He comes alive in the box And if you're a striker And you're playing with Celtic It's all about scoring goals he, And he's doing that Can he play in the same team As Kyogo? Or uh, must it be one or the other? The way Celtic play just now You're looking at it probably be one or the other Hugh Because uh, Kyogo's better through the middle 
It's different Maeda comes off the flank I think he's very impressive Off the flank With his pace Kyogo is not as, as good at that He has to be in the middle On the shoulder of the defenders But Jack Marcus is in there And he's been asked to do a job And he's staking a claim Because if he keeps putting the, the, the ball In the back of the net It's very difficult to leave someone like that out Sure I just wonder how, how much a part Kyogo will play. Now, I know on the back pages of the papers today, it was about Kyogo and him being spotted training and his rehab was, was you know, getting there. But, you know, it's a, a long time he's been out. We've seen Turnbull coming on for 15 minutes. I would suggest that it'd probably be the same with Kyogo. He'll be drip-fed in. Now, what you need when you're drip-feeding somebody like him in is somebody you can rely on to score goals. Jack Marcus is that... That player at the minute And with the big games Against Rangers coming up I mean Would you change it If you were Ange Postacoglu You've seen what happened The last time Jackie Marcus played Against Rangers He was that focal point He was strong He had chance after chance Okay he didn't score But he was still In the right positions And You know I would think Kyogo will feed off him Rather than the other way about Kyogo coming straight back mm. Into the team Thank you to John 01419511025 Nice to speak to John in Blantyre Let's speak to Harris in Coat Bridge And see what he made of that Today Harris How impressed were you? Ah, it was brilliant You know Probably the, one of the best Performances all season Very happy with that Gia Marcus Scoring the goals for fun We're on fire Going to win the league There we go There we go And <laughs> one of the best performances Of the season I think you yeah. Probably agree with that Hugh Yeah um, You know you can't dwell on Ross County Ross County were just made to look bad Because Celtic were flying all over the park uh, And from pretty much the word go uh, And we're still at it the second half as well I, I, I can't understand The goalkeepers had a terrific couple of saves first half uh, He's been under siege in the second half I, I find it hard to believe it was only 4 nothing, given that, as you mm. told us, that possession at various in, points in was only 80%. Yeah, about 82, I think, it ended up Mark Wilson, which doesn't always give you... Well, it cl- it always gives you an indication, sorry. It's not it's not always the be-all and end-all, but on one hand, yes, Ross County being down to 10 men would have contributed to the mm. control, but Celtic were three up at that point. It's uh, worth bearing that in mind Yeah the way they started the game Was was an important thing for Celtic He was right You know some people look at The the scoreline The performance from Ross County And try to detract from Celtic But I don't think you can You know Their top Their players at the top end of the pitch Were were tremendous You mentioned the possession stats It's all about where you have that possession You know you could have 80 odd percent possession But you're playing the ball You know from side to side Across the halfway line And you're getting nowhere Celtic had that Energy and relentlessness round the Ross County penalty area, and their and their top players were constantly on the ball. Jota, I mean, he's ball for the first goal, and then you look at Juranovic's cross for the second goal. You know, so they had possession in the right areas, and they used it well. And it should have been more. And I have to agree with with Harris here. It probably is one of the best performances from Celtic this season so far. Yeah, Harris, how important was it to get David Turnbull back involved as well? Ah, it's brilliant to see him back on the pitch again. You know, he's been out for a couple of months. He's going to come back. He's got a new signing, so I'm looking forward to see how he does for the rest of the season. Hopefully, he doesn't get injured again because he's a big player for us. Yeah, I mean, Jota and Abada were only out for one game, Mark, but but they came back. Turnbull's there. Whether we see Kyogo a lot before the end of the season or just a little bit before the end of the season, 
as things stand and you know anything can go wrong in, in training in a day's time but it looks like Celtic are going to have a, a, a pretty full complement going towards the, the bit where the trophies are won and lost yeah and, and at the top end of the pitch the important bit where creativity sometimes stalls sometimes at this stage of the season because when the pressure gets to you it can matches can become sticky but if Ange Postacoglu can turn and look at his bench and see somebody like Turnbull who can well we all know what he can do and Abadas came off the bench today and you know you just go through the list if Kyogo's then added to that as well it's an incredibly strong squad to have going into the remaining how many games? seven? yeah although eight games. Celtic and Rangers are now hostages to fate because there's an international break mm-hmm. and international breaks Many of the Celtic and Rangers players will go to all parts of the globe And injury becomes a worry uh, Yeah, going to be a, a tense few days If you look at things through a club lens Especially when um, And by the way, for reasons much more important than football But Scotland's game isn't competitive this time Around, albeit we still hope it's a, a good occasion for a worthy cause Let's thank Harris for his thoughts And bring in Stevie Who's a Celtic fan from Royston? What did you take away from the game today, Stevie? I thought Celtic were absolutely tremendous today. Uh, good afternoon, panel, first of all. Oh. But the, re- the referee stand in Scotland is absolutely atrocious. That's three times this season Don Robertson has been in charge of a Celtic game. And there's been three tackles in Celtic players that were absolutely malicious. Assault? No, no just malicious. They should be done with assault for some of the tackles. And they also missed two penalty incidents. I, I, I think he's he's one of the worst referees in Scotland. I never quite get the comparison, Hugh. As bad as they are, like it, it's a it's a bad tackle. It's yeah. not an assault. No. It will never be an assault. No. I get the strength of the language to try and underline the point. Yeah. However, um, I, I, well, if that if if Stevie got if Stevie felt so strongly, then it was the right decision to send. I I think it was the Ross right, County player off. I think it was the right decision to red card them. I I also think that the penalty uh, decision not given to Celtic prior to the red card uh, was a very big mistake by Don Robertson. Um, you know you you're reluctant to go on and on about the referee, given that Celtic were so good. You, you almost feel as if you're taking away from Ange Postecoglou and the players by going on about the referee when Celtic have won 4-0 did have 80% of the possession but for me he's missed a stonewall penalty and he was right to red card the Ross County player Yeah he got that one right then Stevie yeah? I think he missed two stonewall penalties and the one that he gave I don't even think that was as bad as the two that he missed What was the second one so it was the handball was it Hungbo? Um or someone trying to close down at the, the cross of the, the handball, handball, handball he then yeah. gave another handball what was the third one Stevie? I've actually missed the third one I actually left the house at that one I was listening to you on the radio uh, when, was, when Jack Amaki scored the, the, the third penalty pen- claim mm-hmm. there was two. There was a handball in the first half and a handball in the second half and then he gave the, they gave the third one but I actually missed uh, I, I couldn't tell you I can't really Tell you about that one May well be right It's just not one I can recall At this time But yeah I think you all agreed Gordon That he, he got that first one wrong and 100% then... got it wrong uh, Gordon you, You'll have different opinions On uh, the tackle um, What was yours? Um, I thought it was harsh I thought it was a yellow I've got to But So you don't think That was excessive force? No I don't And, and I don't think His foot was, was High off the ground either I think only has to tick one of the boxes yeah. Remember I keep saying Look, that I, I know that it makes us comfortable To just I'm put not, our own 
our own sort of criteria on it. But but there is a there's a criteria that the referee will be checking off in his head. Was it excessive force? Did it endanger an opponent? Yeah, I I think even in a, a, a speed. But I look at Hatati's one at, mm-hmm. at, at, at Tanadice, and I said I didn't think that was a red, and he went in it. Uh, a little bit of pace as well And the referee decided Yellow card Agreed Now You probably get a better Opinion of it Gordon If you're watching it live And you, you see it And don't know about it. If If the, the, the people come on And argue It's a red card It's not one That I'm going to get myself Too caught up I could see it being a red But me personally I thought he would have Got away with it With a yellow We're now going into That part of the season That is absolutely critical where a league will be won and lost A cup will be won and lost And I'm very much afraid that bad decisions will be part of that It is simply the case As all managers now say to you We don't have VAR And until we have VAR This will go on happening Because human error You can call it what you like Why he did not give the penalty Why he sent off the player Call it whatever you like, but we are dealing with human error. You, and what, again, what though, again, I think the the VAR thing gets mentioned far too mm-hmm. often. We've we have seen because the referee doesn't. We've all seen the Ross County tackle time and time again. People aren't going to agree on it, whether you watch it, no, you know, fifty times, a hundred times. So even with VAR, people would still disagree on yeah. that one. Anyway, uh, Stevie, the performance and the result must give you something to be happy about. People slated when he came and I was like, give the guy a chance, but he's been absolutely amazing. The football we've been playing is the best football I've seen in Celtic in years. But the, see the, the, the tackle that he, the boy Ramsey gets sent off for? He didn't want him either five, ten minutes before it and he never got a, a talking to. They let him away with that one, so he's still yellow card for that. And then the one on Roger, he's still yellow card at the second time. And I'd even off it part with our second yellow anyway. Yeah, I've, yeah. Seen, I've, seen the lod- uh, I've seen the argument Hugh made on social media already. If he had been booked for the first one He then wouldn't have dived into that second one I, 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 I follow that I'm not sure if that's guaranteed to be the way it works But uh, Did he get away was, with one before? Yeah he did And there was also uh, another challenge um, On Tom Rogic before the, the red card incident I just thought that it was Born of frustration Ross County were being Passed around by Celtic Celtic were overwhelming them uh, frustration creeps in And the tackling went from bad to worse And I said to you at one point I don't know if they even finish with 10 men on the park It might get worse uh, Frustration played its part But Again the, the priority for me Is that Celtic Needing to win To go six clear Not only one But one with tremendous style Thank you Stevie Come on the rest of you 01419511025 It's good to hear a wide range of emotions Happy Celtic fans I'm sure you're more than welcome To keep those thoughts coming in If we are Thinking unhappy fans I'm looking at you Motherwell And Partick Thistle supporters Pick up the phone And if we're looking ahead What about you Rangers fans How do you mix up the team For tomorrow We'll take more calls And start getting The manager's reaction next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Get your thoughts in on today's football Even better If you were out and about at a game It's always nice to hear an eyewitness account It doesn't have to be the case Of course you may have listened to us Or watched it on TV Or whatever it is you do But pick up the phone either way I'd like to hear from A wide range if we can What about you angry Motherwell Partick Thistle fans for instance Lots of happy Celtic fans out there Rangers supporters 
What are you thinking ahead of tomorrow? We'll also start to hear from the managers. I'd like to hear particularly what the likes of Ange Postacoglu, Stephen Robinson even, Graham Alexander, what they made of today's football. Don't go anywhere and we'll bring you them as soon as we can. Not only was it a big day for the league table, it was a big day for this. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Yes, this is Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals Where goals mean cash every single time Celtic or Rangers score in the Cup, League or Europe We add £250 at least to our cash jackpot So we started off with £1,000 in January We're now at over twenty grand. We went through the twenty grand mark today, Hugh Keevans Quite something uh, And one of you We'll win the lot at the end of the season So we're on 20,250 at the moment Rangers take on Dundee tomorrow So that could be even bigger by Monday morning If you fancy your chances and you want involved Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rate over 18s only And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com Lines close, cup final day 21st of May at 6pm That's a Saturday So for your chance to be the winner At the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Through the 20 grand barrier eh? I knew it would be a, a big day Let's get an eyewitness account Of things at Celtic Park Paul was there What did you make of it Paul? Uh, hi Gordon Hi guys Hello uh, I'm just I'm sitting in the car park here My wee fella Just trying to get away from the game uh, I It was a a great performance It was good To rattle in a few goals I'm not going to go on About the referee Everybody knows They've got eyes in their head I'm not going to go on about it But The thing that I'm starting to realise With the Celtic team And uh, With the signings uh, from, from Big Ange Is uh, Jack Amakis Is a totally different player Than I thought he was going to be uh, Maida Is a totally different player than I thought he was going to be. I was under the understanding that Maida was going to be the, he was going to be the, the kind of golden boy, the, the guy that scored the most goals. And actually, to start with, I'm not saying I was disappointed, but it's not now until you actually realise the game that he does play. Uh, he's unbelievable. I mean, the, the wee guy's work rate is unbelievable. And he's chipped in with a few goals, but I don't think that's his main priority. Uh, under, his, his energy is... I don't think I've seen it before. And Big Jack Amakis is one of these, no appearance-wise, but the way he's, he's like an ugly striker. Uh, he's quite difficult to watch at times, but he doesn't. he's not a guy that you would think that, that uh, Big Ange would be interested in. He's not a, he doesn't play a beautiful football player. Sometimes, uh, beautiful football, sometimes he takes the ball as if he's never played the football before in his life. Uh, but can he argue his goal return? He's... He's everywhere. He's he's all over the place. But say two two players turned out totally different than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, I mean on on Maeda, Mark Paul talks about the work rate. It would be nice to see some of the stats just just to see how you compare it. I read some from his time in Japan. Um, I'm not sure what the sports science lingo would be. Probably high intensity runs, sort of sprints f- mm. f- for for most people. That would be the interesting one to see. How often does he sprint? And how does that stack up compared to other players here in Scotland? Because to the naked eye, it seems like he does it a lot, and yeah. it seems like he does it a lot more than everyone else. Well, I think what I heard, he was ranked number one, was he not in Japan, Japan for that kind yeah, of by stuff? A, by yeah, by a mile, I think. Yeah, and and sometimes that gets overlooked because you know people look at the goals and look at assists. Assists are the fashionable thing these days. But let me tell you, players on the ground, on the pitch, sharing a dressing room, 
with someone like Maeda will love playing with him because you need guys like that in your team who do the dirty side of the game to make it easier for the rest, the the ones who can create. And Paul's right. I, I, I'm, I'm with Paul. I thought Maeda was going to come in and lead the line and be this off-the-shoulder striker. Just like would, Kyogo, really. Just like Kyogo. But he couldn't be yeah. more different. But the one guy who isn't surprised is Ange Postacoglu. He, he mentioned that he coached him. He knew exactly what he was getting. And that's why he's a favourite. He plays mm-hmm. almost every week now. And he's such an important part of... How Postacoglu wants his front players to play. They're entirely different in physical makeup and in every other way, but they're similar in this way. Dyson Meda and Jack Marcus are pickpockets. They're a couple of pickpockets. You know, they they're always there. Maeda's cross into the box Monday night at Tanadai's goalkeeper makes a mess of it. There's Giacomakis to be right place, right time, and t- today Maeda got his goal by doing something similar. Uh, so the the energy Maeda is the most energetic player in the league, uh, and Jakomakis has now got the numbers. That's thirteen mm-hmm. goals, uh, and the numbers are rising. So it's been a, a really good day for the pair of them. Yeah, I think it, six in fourteen Celtic games for. Maeda, which is solid. It's not mm. wonderful, but it's, it's pretty good. It's a pretty solid yeah. um, return. Uh, I think it's 12 for, for Jackie Macis right. in, in 22. So he's already better than, than one and two when it comes to games. But again, if you were to drill deeper, it would be the minutes, the goals to minutes, because yeah. he's not always been a 90-minute player, a starter. So to do 12 and 22 with the minutes he's had, it's a really good return, Gordon. I think, I said earlier, um, I said even before he scored his goal I, I just see something in Jack Marcus uh, I, I agree with uh, Paul there I think he sums him up perfectly You look at him sometimes and you think You know, he looks like he's never kicked a ball He just, I, I like the way he attacks the space in the box He always has a knack of where the ball's going to land, Gordon And I thought that was evident today And he gets his hat trick He's he's just, I, 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 I honestly think there's a lot more to come from him I think I've watched Maeda through the middle. That is not his strength. I think off the flank, with that uh, you know, space in behind defences, and his work rate, as Mark quite rightly says, as a player, you've got someone like that working for a team, you're mm. over the moon. Poster Coglu's signings have been terrific. Uh, it's six points at the moment, Paul. Of course, Rangers have the chance to... Hit back and Dundee, based on last week, might might find that quite tough to prevent that happening. Was it just important Celtic at least asked the question today? Oh yeah, I mean it was it was good to score a few goals, but we just need to look after our own house. If we keep doing what we're doing, keep winning, uh, play our game, the high intensity stuff. I think that uh, we'll have a good chance of uh, come the end of the season. Uh, Retaining the league again They looked like Benefited from That little Extra rest Or training yeah. time Is, is that a, Or do we just go looking for that um, I think people are now Very much looking for that Because the, the, the Celtic supporters Are Hoping Fervently hoping That Rangers Continued participation In Europe Is ultimately Their undoing On the home front We'll only know that On the 3rd of April uh, when Celtic go to Ibrox If Celtic were to go to Ibrox and win You would have to say they were overwhelming favourites to take the title uh, But we won't know the answer to that until 
the afternoon mm. of April 3 Stuart was there as well from Port Glasgow what was that the game what did you make of it Stuart? Oh, honestly absolutely amazing I thought the, the performance was absolutely brilliant for the guys today because um, a few calls I've obviously said before it's probably the best performance that I've seen all season uh, Big Jagger Marcus was unbelievable uh, they, they probably a hard trick obviously it was, it was good that Jaranovic obviously to pass over the ball for the, for the penalty to let him get his hard trick but as the previous caller was saying, I didn't really have. Obviously, it's a, a shaky start of the season, um, injuries, whatever. But to come in and it's a kind of goal return that he's had so far has been, it's been amazing. I think it's too early anyway for for Kyogo Stewart. But for talking sake, if Kyogo was fit for the next game, it's still very much. Is it very much Jackie Marcus's shirt at the moment? I would say so. To be honest with you, um, I can agree with. The guys, obviously, few is you can see it with Turnbull coming back in a day. It's going to be a slow, steady progress to try and get these players back in because you can't just swing them straight in right away. Do you know what I mean? You've got to you've got to drip feed them back into the team. So for me, personally, it would be Jack and Magus, and then obviously Kyogo coming in periodically on the, on the way through to the running. So. I would say Jagger is my number one at the Stuart mentions the, the penalty mark and Juranovic handing it over. You'll know all too well, well, you've experienced it personally, but then having watched teammates, how important is the, the mental strength to handle the expectation and then the criticism that can come? Because let's be honest, lots of people had Jack Marcus written off because he had the, the cheek to miss a penalty against yeah. Livingston. Everybody can miss penalties, but it was the circumstances of it, what it meant in the game. Yeah, that's to say. I think people, some people, did write him off. So to come back from that, at a young age, at a new country, all the rest of it. How, yeah, how impressive is uh, that? Yeah, it certainly shows his character. And I think you need that. You need that ruthless. I also realise he's twenty-seven. By the way, I don't know where yeah. young age came from. Yeah, that you need that belief in yourself to to make it as a striker at Celtic. People think being a striker at Celtic is the easiest job. There is. It's quite the opposite. You need to have a belief and an arrogance about yourself that you can. Keep that jersey And Jackie Mackie certainly looks like he's got that about him You know, I think people went over the top when they missed that penalty I get it was a crucial a crucial day And it could be a crucial day in the season But players miss penalties But the way he's bounced back He's a goal scorer And should we be surprised that he scored this many Just now, probably not Because when you look at him last season He scored 27 goals in the, the Dutch league So he's, he's proved that You know Given the chances He'll put them away um, And at Celtic He's certainly going to get A lot of those chances He's shown that He's got good character Mark Because you're right He came in for a lot of criticism From that penalty kick And you need people With big characters And they come back from that And he's now a fan's favourite uh, No better compliment Than tonight That someone said A Celtic supporter That you know Jack Marcus is number one just now Kyogo was the biggest fans favourite yeah. We've ever had For a long long time So it shows you that he's doing something right If you score ugly goals From now until the end of the season You'll be a hero If Jack Marcus continues As Paul, one of the earlier callers said he Sometimes looks as if he's never Played football before However Ugly goals Win you Nice titles Thank you very much to Stuart 01419511025 Get your calls in right now It's a good time to do so We could be speaking to you next Going to hear from some managers If we can get it in in time What's Graham Alexander got to say for, for himself after today? What's Ange Postacoglu got to say for himself? And Rangers heading to Dundee tomorrow as well After they play You have your say 0141951025
0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line It's that stage on a Saturday We start hearing from managers Some of them will be Delighted Some will be angry Frustrated Refs will be getting it in the neck No doubt There will be deflection There will be all sorts So let's get stuck in Graham Alexander His Motherwell team lost At St Johnson Five points from 11 league games Now remarkably There's still one point off the top six I'm sure that's what he'll be clinging on to But in this form uh, Clearly that looks unlikely Here's what he had to say uh, For everyone uh, Connected with our club It was uh, I thought it was a game that Looked like one winner, you know, we were really pushing for that winning goal. We hit the post, uh, the Cubes made a good save from another opportunity. Um, and then he scored from from nothing really. It was a, it was a wonder goal, wonder strike from the, the player. But, um, you know, there's things we could do to um, to not let him have that opportunity in the meantime. But uh, it's, just, it's a sore one because even with 1-1, you know, if we'd have finished like that, we'd have been disappointed because uh, if that was a game we could have won, there are mistakes. So we, we have to own them, we have to take responsibility for them. But um, you know the, the the punishment we're getting for these slight mistakes, you know, because you couldn't say um, St Johnson were on top today. Look, they've 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 scored the, the wonder goal at the end, but you know we, we've lost a game where I felt we were in relative control, and certainly after taking the lead, we should have got half time with that lead, and uh, we didn't. And that's down to something that we can control. We've been talking about all season, you know, there's. Um, Apart from two games against the old firm, every game has been so tight. Even the games we won were two-one, one-nil, things like that. So these little moments, um, you know, you have to make go for it. But there's other things we, you know, we, we've hit the post. But we, there's other things we could have done better. Certainly on the first goal, without a shadow of a doubt, on, on their first goal, and some opportunities that we had. And um, it's down to us to, to make the, the best of the next couple of games. Mm, not sure the fans will be. Lapping up that kind of assessment of the game, you know, the game we should have won, but the problem is he didn't. And you've got five points from a possible 33. And you know, Motherwell's next league game is St. Mirren at home, then Livy yeah, away. Uh, that Stephen Robinson yeah. back at Fur Park. Mm-hmm. So you cannot go on in this vein. Let's call this the anger section then, or the, the disappointment, the frustration. Motherwell fans will be feeling it. As much or maybe slightly less than the Partick Thistle fans Andy's in Drumchapel How bad was that today Andy? 4-0 at home to Hamilton Ackies How you doing there guys? Good, uh, thanks First of all I just want to say uh, I've followed Thistle quite a number of years And uh, that today was by far the worst performance I can remember And I don't think that's anger setting in um, We were second to every ball um, There wasn't any fight, any desire uh, I think there was some warning signs before we actually, you know, went out for the match. I seen the lineup. We actually only had five subs, and uh, then the boy we've got on sign is it y- Yakubuk. Uh, he um, he actually get taken off just before in the warm up there for whatever reason. So it left us three outfield players on the substitutes bench. Uh, so I'm hoping I've not heard from Ian McCall, but I'm hoping he's going to come out and tell us that there was something untoward today, maybe a COVID outbreak or a. An orovirus outbreak because if it, if it's not something like that, I've got real fears that uh, we're not going to make the playoffs. And if that's the standard of football we're setting it for, how it was shocking, absolutely shocking. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping there was a COVID outbreak. Sounds strange. I, I, oh. I'll give Andy the benefit of the doubt. I know what he means. He's, he's talking about uh, at yeah. least there's an explanation yeah. there. Um, I don't know how you would dress up a 4-0 home defeat to Hamilton Hugh. I don't really think you can. It also comes on the back of that defeat against Morton. Last time out So what's that One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think it's two wins in the last 8 
Championship well, games for Thistle You look at the league table at the moment I mean it's not done yet It's not over um, Sitting in fourth One point behind third and, and they do have a game in hand Hamilton started the day Third bottom of the table And to win 4-0 at Firhill Is unacceptable to Andy And all the party Thistle supporters And understand What he is saying That you you have to think This has to be explained By something that was excessive Something that was beyond Ian McCall's control Otherwise you're left to dissect The game The result The performance And say How can this possibly happen To a team going for promotion? Um, I mean Andy The nature of the defeat How frustrating How how bad was it? It was terrible guys I think See, see, see if you're sitting watching the game I was at the game today And uh, if we tried and we're going for goals. Um, you know, you can maybe say, right, we, we get caught in counter-attacks, but it's like the boys didn't want to be there the other day. Um, I mean, it was that bad. We didn't have a striker. We, we had big hope. Uh, our defender ends up playing up front uh, on his own. So it needs to be explained. Um, like I say, it's, it's unusual. We can grind results out. We're a hard team to break down. We make it difficult. Um, but today... I can't explain it. I mean, there was guys walking at two 0 There was boys walking out. You could tell straight away there was something, something wrong. There was no communication, losing balls, not making tackles, not making headers, watching people stroll, stroll by us. Um, not sure. There's definitely something untoward there today. Because, like I say, it's the, it's the worst performance I think I've ever seen. Partick Thistle put out, and, and I've seen some bad performances, guys. Yeah, great result for Aki, you have to say. But often, you know, it's the. The shock factor, the team that's on the receiving end, especially if you're favourites, that's the, the the sort of headline, if you like, as, as much as Hamilton deserve praise mm. for the win. Um, yeah, Thistle fans, understandably, not happy. You've got to praise Hamilton, yes, of course you have to go away from home to a very difficult place and one 4 is a terrific result. So first and foremost, congratulations <laughs> to them. But you look at Thistle, it's a strange day for them because up until today, they'd scored the most goals in the league. They'd scored 41 goals. And they're sitting there going for, you know, the playoffs. Put, they put themselves in a little position just now, but it's interesting to hear a caller saying there about different players playing up front. They must have been something. We've got to wait to hear from their manager just to see what um, happened today. But you've got to congratulate Hamilton. That's e- a terrific result. Even at that, it's quite obvious, I think, that there's something behind the, the lack of substitutions and the change in the team. But Ian McCall, I don't think, will use that as an excuse. I think it, it'll be along the same lines as Andy. That even though, you know, there was other circumstances, he would expect his players to manage that game a whole lot better than they did this afternoon. Thanks, Andy. Thank you for taking the time. I know it was a tough afternoon. One man who did not have a tough afternoon is Ange Postacoglu. He had a lot to say in the game. The red card Ross County got. Jack and Marcus's hat-trick. Let's hear it. All round, I thought we were really good. You know, we uh, started the game really brightly. I thought our football was really good today. Um, you know, last couple of weeks, we've had a couple of tough away trips where... Um, we were still dominant, but in a different way. We just, you know, we, we were really strong defensively today. You know, we kind of spoke about it. We get an opportunity on our pitch to, you know, be more aggressive with the ball. And uh, I thought we were. I thought, you know, football was really good today and kept our discipline through the whole game. Our sort of attacking players were, were really uh, sharp in terms of their movements and our passing was, was good, you know. Um, again, playing at home 
allows you a little bit more to do that than you know, the last couple of games on the surfaces we've played. We, we haven't been able to, but being dominant in a different way, it was just pleasing for me that um, you know, our football is really good. Another hat-trick for Yogas as well. You must be pleased with the return you're getting from him at the moment. Yeah, he's doing really well, but um, yeah, he'll be the first to tell you he's benefiting from you know, the work of others. Uh, you know, he's putting himself in the right areas, but you know, um, whole team's sort of structured in a way where you know all our attacking players can get the rewards, but he does put in, um, you know, invests in terms of working hard for the team. Defensively, I thought him and Dazen were outstanding again with their press today, and and Jota was really good with the ball. So you know, our front three. You know, they, they get opportunities to score or assist, um, but they also know that they have to work hard for that and uh, and you know, that's why they're getting the rewards. The referee's closer than I am, he, he deemed it a red card and um, yeah, you go with that. I mean, I don't dwell too much on it. Like I said, for me, more important was, you know, I didn't want Tommy to get a, a serious injury out of it, so hopefully that's OK. So Celtic six points ahead at the moment, but Rangers have the chance to respond against Dundee tomorrow. Let's bring in Graham, who's a Rangers fan. Will that happen, Graham? Will this be straightforward enough like last week's trip to Dundee? Good evening, panel. Hello. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it's going to be straightforward tomorrow as well it should be, but Celtic's starting to rack up the goals as well, so I think Rangers really, really need to win every game for now at the end of the season. Yeah, Mark, when you were involved in these title races, at what at what point did you start thinking about goal difference or, or does it just have to be you know like just win the games and the rest takes care of itself uh, yeah at this moment in time it was just win the games you know because quite quickly it, it can just mm. um, lose its importance goal difference I think when you get down to the final probably two or three weeks of the season or two or three games should I say and then you start looking at things and going these games are winnable for both teams then yeah we need to keep an eye on it. I mean, it's 15 at the moment, though, and there is only seven or eight games to go. I think, well, Celtic look pretty comfortable on that front just now in terms of goal difference. So, look, it's, it is important. It, it, it's something for the fans to to like, and when, especially at home games when you're racking up fours and fives at home, then it looks good. But for the players, purely three points, because that's the, that's mm. the hard side. Of it. You know, getting three points, if you can add so many goals to it, then fantastic. Graham, last week we saw Rangers go there after Europe and, and change the team. Aaron Ramsey, a rare start. James Sands, Philippe Hollander come into the team. Are these the types of things you would expect to see tomorrow? It probably needs to happen just to refresh the team up and give the, kind of, the first team regulars a wee break because, as I, as I said last week, geez, when I was on, we're riding the crest of the wave here in Europe. We'll, just, we'll take that game by game as it is, but the BN and all, end all is the league. We need the league. So, you can only rest so many players, but we need the big players to turn up the motor, clear the job, and date for mm. the rest of the season. It's going to have to be that way, Gordon. I mean, Alfredo Morelos, we don't know, we don't have mm. an accurate update. Even off injured the other night when we spoke to Giovanni Van Bronckhorst yesterday, it was too early to tell. Surely it is again a day for Aaron Ramsey and James Sands and Philippe Pellander and so on. Yeah, um, you're not talking about young players that haven't played football. You're talking about experienced, very good players. That's why Rangers have got a strong squad. You're up against a team that look like they're going to get automatically relegated, Gordon. They've lost 51 goals this season. Rangers went up there last week and were comfortable against them with changes. 
Yeah, I think they'll be. Um, I think they'll be freshened up tomorrow, Rangers. I don't expect any shocks at all. If they go up there and go about their business the right way, then they'll get the the three points that they desire. But um, it gives an opportunity. We don't know the situation with Morelos, but you're bringing in a player of the quality of Roof. You know, he scores goals. He's a very, very talented footballer. So uh, I still, as much as there will be changes, I still expect Rangers to be very strong. Ramsey fascinates me. You know, he, he can't be brought onto the park in a game like Red Star on Thursday night. Uh, and his game time has been restricted to Annan in the cup and things like that. Uh, but no matter who plays for Rangers tomorrow, they're playing a club who have fallen apart on the park and off the park, who have a, a, a fan base who are deserting them. And uh, it will not be an arduous afternoon for Rangers. They will win and it should win comfortably at Dens Park. I have to agree with that. Should be pretty comfortable if Rangers could pick a fixture. The only difference they would have would uh, to be at home. But they showed last week that you know they're more than capable of going there and making changes and winning the game. And I feel expect a lot of changes. Now, I said that last week and there weren't as many as... Uh, Anticipated, But I think tomorrow will be different Yes the weekend's not done yet Rangers go to Dens tomorrow Trying to cut that gap back to three points Because it's six tonight After Celtic beat Ross County By four goals to nil St Johnston moving further away from the bottom With a 2-1 win against Motherwell Aberdeen's 3-1 win against Hibs Dundee United 2-1 win at St Mirren And Hearts 2-0 home win against Livingston Means that Dundee United in fourth And Aberdeen in tenth are separated by just four points. This business end of the season is going to be blockbuster. You can't take your eyes off it. We are back on Monday night to look back on all the weekend's biggest talking points from six o'clock with Andy Halliday and Hugh Keevens. In the meantime, enjoy the rest of the sunshine. Enjoy your Saturday and your weekend. George Bowie is up next with the GBX.